Hello, Chris. Hey, Jess. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Uh, I'm feeling great because we're going to talk about a topic that I'm very excited about.、Um, we're going to talk about the gifts of giving, generosity, and philanthropy. And to put that into action, I decided to give you a snack today. <laughs> What a generous person. <laughs> What a generous person I am.、Um, basically, the story of this snack is it's been like minus a million all week, and、yes. I wanted to make a hot drink. So I went on Pinterest and looked. Up like different hot chocolate mixes, <laughs> and this one is called、um, the Viennese hot chocolate. Like,、okay. it's a recipe from Vienna, like a weird European recipe. And basically, <laughs> weird Europeans, <laughs> <laughs> those people, <laughs> particularly the Welsh.、Um, anyways, oh, Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, but、um, basically, in this recipe, you have milk and semi sweet chocolate, basically,、Ooh. but you also have an egg yolk, and I don't、Ooh. know what that's. Supposed to do? It's supposed to like.、Right. Yeah. Anyways, there's there's an egg in, in this drink. Is what I'm trying to say. Well, I like eggnog. Yeah.、So、that's why I thought I'm like he's probably gonna like it. Who actually likes eggnog? Yeah. There you go. Okay. All right. Well, so, cheers. Cheers. It's delicious. It's very sweet, which I'm not complaining about.、Yeah. It's the first time I make it. Okay. <laughs> Pinterest made me do it. Pinterest made you do it. Yeah. Well, it's really good. I mean, it doesn't taste eggy at all, which I didn't think it would. Yeah, yeah. But it's great. Yeah, it's okay. fantastic. Viennese hot chocolate for the win. For the win, I enjoy it.、Mm-hmm. Like I said,、um, all it is is chocolate milk and egg yolk. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Very simple.、Um, so yeah, today we're going to talk about.、Um, Giving, generosity, and philanthropy, and I'm gonna be stealing ideas from two books.、Um, one of them is by an author. Okay, one of them is called Giving 2.0. It's by Laura Arellaga Anderson. I just read her book and I learned so much. I'm gonna be talking a bit about that today.、Um, she's a philanthropist who's like built a lot of nonprofits, and one of them. Is like a nonprofit to teach people how to like actually build really good nonprofits that actually respond to like social needs and all of that. So、okay. I think that's a very interesting place to write from. And then the second book that I read a while ago, but like I keep revisiting from time to time, is called The Business of Generosity. It's by a guy called Dr. Stephen R. Graves, and he's a believer, and he's also an entrepreneur, and he writes about a whole bunch of things having to do with like strategy, life, and faith. And so, in that, sometimes comes、um, the idea of like, how do you help individuals and churches and organizations to、um, enter the business of generosity? So not、mm. just like give away things just for fun, but how to actually like do that wisely and with like certain business principles. So I'm going to be pulling ideas from those two books. But to start off, I wanted to give kind of an ex-、um, definition of giving. And for me, giving is when I look at something that I have and I go out of my way to make someone else enjoy it. So、okay. it's like. I've got some ingredients lying around at home, and I want you to enjoy them. So I'm gonna、mm. like whip them together and make a hot chocolate. And sometimes it's in response to a need. Like sometimes, like oh, I've got spare change, and I can give that to someone, like on the street or something. But sometimes it's like, like you're not gonna die if I don't give you chocolate. But it's、sure. like, no, I appreciate this person. I want to do something nice for them, and this is what I have, and I want to use it in a way that's gonna benefit the other person. 
Um, and I think that generosity is when giving is part of your character. You know, it's not okay. like that I've spent, I've given this many things away and that makes me, that means that I'm generous. But it's like, this is kind of the character that I have. And so in his book, um, I'm going to call him Dr. Graves. He says, generosity isn't just about what you do. It's about who you are. Mm. If it's authentic, it springs from an inner source of compassion that feeds directly into your identity. And so what I, yeah, what I like about that is that um, generosity is like, it's not about doing a certain amount of things, but it's really about like, this is how I see the world. This is part of my character. This is part of like who I know God is calling me to be type of thing. Mm -hmm. And he gave an example of like the Good Samaritan, um, which isn't a real story. It's a parable. But the context of that parable is like someone asking Jesus, hey, who's my neighbor? How do I love them? And the Good Samaritan, he's just like a dude walking on the street and he sees someone like who got big up and he just like helps them. And yeah. he didn't have to, but it's just, it's part of who he is to like have compassion on people and people in that context who are very different from him and he just yeah. decides to have compassion. So um, that's what generosity is. It's like having a compassionate heart, a compassionate character. And finally, philanthropy. I Before reading these books, like philanthropy in my mind was, oh, it's Oprah Winfrey and it's Phil Gaze. <laughs> yeah. I can't be that. That's kind of what it is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no. And what um, what made me rethink this is really um, the book by uh, Anderson. And then she says, a philanthropist is anyone who gives anything time, money, experience, skills and networks in any amount to create a better world. Okay. So I thought that was hard to wrap my mind around, um, but it's really, it's not about the amount that you give, but it's about I'm giving something that I have, whether it's money, whether it's time. And the purpose of that is really to create a better world. Yeah. Um, how does that sound as a definition? I understand. Does it, is it specifically wrapped up in that? intention like it's to create a better world yeah like i especially like when she's talking about like people who really want to think deeply about this like once again like if you do want to give money in the philanthropic sense like you don't have to be bill gates and you don't have to have that much money to give but it's like in my giving like i'm not just gonna you know i'm gonna study a problem and Mm -hmm. like look at the research behind it and in response to that i'm gonna like think about what some best practices are and like invest money into that doesn't mean that it has to be a ton of money mm-hmm. but it's just i'm looking at a problem and instead of like going into like despair i'm going to try to do something about it with the time the energy the, the experience that i have type okay. of thing so yeah i like that definition yeah i understand it. yeah it's more um it brings it down to the level of us <laughs> normal people yeah because <laughs> i mean just like uh, an, an old lady can be a philanthropist Absolutely. if she's giving some of her money to you know to the neighbors and mm-hmm. wanting their kids to go to college or whatever mm-hmm. it is and mm-hmm. wants to help. You yeah. know, she makes lunch boxes for the neighborhood kids to have somebody to eat because that's she she sees in the future she wants these kids to get an education so they can right. get out of poverty and they can right. you know how and then you know society itself will be elevated by this. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she looks at these kids with compassion and she says, I want a better world for you and through yeah. you and so she doesn't write a million dollar check, but she does something very yeah. practical to create that better world. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you think that if giving is, uh, it feels difficult, mm-hmm. do you th- what would you say to that with that person? Is that a sign that your heart's a little incomplete or do you think giving will always be a little difficult for anybody yeah. at some point? 
I think the latter. Like, I think yeah. giving's always going to be difficult, um, especially because there's so much chaos in the world. You're always going to feel like, oh, there's not enough or whatever. Yeah, I need to, have, I need to protect <laughs> like, what's mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true, true. Um, so I think, like, that's a normal feeling to have. And, like, I think sometimes if you feel like it's difficult, like, don't dismiss that. But mm. kind of, well, what is it that's difficult about this? I think some people can feel like if it's hard, then it's not for me. Mm. And they have an assumption that those who are really good at giving, mm-hmm. for them it would be easy. Uh, but I was listening to um, uh, Francis Chan, Ooh. and so he's got a bunch of kid, kids of his own, and he's also fostered children over the years. And oh, okay. also, uh, his house, he always had people coming to stay, people from the community. Uh, and he and his wife were talking, and they were saying that people will, one of the things I think it was his wife. She, she said this, she said, you know, we'll just sort of talk about our life generally mm-hmm. uh, and people will kind of hear what, how we live and go, wow, like I could never do that. Mm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And she said that kind of bugged her because she said it gives the impression that it must be easy for them yeah and that's why like it must be easier for them than it would be for me yeah and so you know it's really amazing you can do it but i could never do that and she's saying no it's really hard like what we do is really really hard and and i don't think we're special Mm -hmm. i don't think we're more capable more spiritual more whatever than the next person Mm -hmm. uh that makes us able to do this it's really hard Mm -hmm. and it would be hard for anyone yeah exactly which i think is you know giving generally we should think of it that way. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna gonna hurt sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's gonna hurt, but like that's part of the process too. Exactly. It, it means like sometimes there is things that need to be like changed or like reevaluated about your giving, but it's not like an excuse kind of to be like, oh well, you give because it's just easy for you and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, good point. <laughs> so um, now I wanted to talk. And I mean, I'm not the best person to talk about this, but like I wanted to address a few principles uh, about giving well. Um, And this is going to, the problem with this is that like giving is like a huge iceberg and there's people like Bill Gates that spend their whole lives doing this. So I'm not the first person you should listen to, but I want to talk about like a few principles in my life that I think are um, important about giving. And I want to turn to the experts. So the two people I've talked about and kind of share some things that I've learned from reading their books. Um, So for me personally, I try to, whether I'm going to give of my time or of like a financial resource, I try to do it like at least semi-regularly just Mm. because I'm the type of person like I believe in long-term support type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the second principle kind of goes in with them is to try to develop a relationship with the people you're giving to. Yeah. Um, And so I think of like some friends, some people I know personally who are missionaries and it's like the reason I can give to them regularly, it doesn't have to be a big amount, but like, let's say I do want to give to them financially. Like I want to do that regularly so that I'm regularly invested in the mission that they're into, but then also like hearing from them. And like sometimes people like missionaries a lot will like write newsletters Mm -hmm. and we think that's like such a super cheesy thing to do, but it's actually like, no, 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 like I'm not just giving you money, but you're my friend and I see you working for the kingdom every day. And I want to be invested and interested in what you're doing. So I'm going to give in a way that's regular. So I I have like a regular reason to um, pray for you and find out what are the challenges in your situation and just like be really invested into into your life. So yeah, those two principles are important, like giving regularly and having a relationship with the people 
that uh, I'm trying to yeah. get to. So. so giving should be sort of, you should see it as a long-term project in mm-hmm. a sense. Mm-hmm. It's not always possible, um, but it's, it's preferable, like, I guess. it is preferable. If you um, had to choose how to spend your money, yeah. choose yeah. something rather than like one lump sum or sporadically a bit here, a mm-hmm. bit there, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit over there. You say, no, I'm going to choose something and I'm going to stay with it. And it's not only going to be about money, it's also going to be about me. I'm going yeah. to develop relationships with yeah, these people. Exactly. And I'm going to, I, want, I want to be personally invested in their lives too, so I can give more than just money. I want mm-hmm. to, my generosity can, can come out and help them in, in various different ways. Mm-hmm. You're affected by that as well. Exactly. Exactly. You're going to get a lot of benefit from that. Mm-hmm. You're just going to. A lot of like the volunteering that I've done, like I still have relationships with people that like I engage with, like in those initiatives. And yeah. so that's the best part really of givings is the connections that you make at the end of the day. So, Big time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like even you were saying before, like sometimes instead of giving sporadically, it's good to pick one organization or one person that you're going to give to. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes that means that like you're going to do less in order to do more like i'm going to i have less money to give and like i'm not going to give to like 10 10 different people but i'm going to do less give to maybe one or two people in order to be really changed in that process so do less to do more if that makes sense yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. yeah so now on to um oh okay no actually (laughs) something i learned the hard way (laughs) Okay. Um, so giving can take many forms. Um, and one of the things that I like to, people are going to freak out, but a lot of people who know this podcast know this about me, that I like to donate blood because blood <laughs> is important and it can save yeah. lives. But one thing I learned the hard way is that when you give, you need to do so in a way that's sustainable. Sure. And so one <laughs> unfortunate thing that happened to me is that like once after donating blood, I got a letter in the mail from the blood people that says, you're not allowed to donate for six months. And it's not because I'm like sick or whatever, but it's because like they, when you give your blood, like before they give it to a human, like they're going to like test it in the lab. Okay. And my lab results came back as saying like, there's something wrong with like your red blood cell production. And it's like, you need to go see a doctor type of thing. And then it it wasn't like that serious. I'm making it sound more serious than it was, but it was serious enough that like I went to my doctor and he's like, yeah, like you're going to have to take these supplements and like not give for a while. Mm. And so for me, that made me think that like, before I go out and like try to create a better world like I need to make sure that I'm healthy enough to do that and I think that translates well to other principles of giving because like so often like especially in the church like people can burn themselves out from giving but it's like that's not the goal the goal is like yes you want to give and you want to follow Christ's example but you want to do so in a way that like you're still you're still enjoying your own relationship with Christ and everything so it's like given a way that's like healthy and that like you still follow certain rhythms of rest and like yeah that's what I'm trying to say yeah, and it sounds like that would also factor into how you build that relationship and the importance of building a relationship because it will help you keep track of where you're at. Mm-hmm. And so commit to a few things really well exactly, rather than commit sort of sporadically to all these kinds of different things over time because mm-hmm. you'll be able to keep track of where maybe you're at and what your level of commitment is at. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, you might look at your bank account and all of a sudden, hey, I can't pay rent. That's it. Or, That's you know, it. like you say, you just could burn yourself out emotionally yeah. Yeah. if you're not being very conscientious about stewarding everything about your life well. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think the good thing about Scripture is that it gives us good boundaries as to how we are to approach, <clears throat> how we are to approach things. Um, you know, in the Old Testament, there was there was 
rules about what to give and how to give. Yeah. And yeah. it was spelled out and it was spelled out in such a way that was certainly really generous, mm -hmm. but it was to be done in proportion to how things were in your life. Yeah, exactly. And it was also, you know, it was regulated. It was, mm -hmm. This is what this is. And so mm -hmm. you don't have the, you don't have the, I guess that sense of, uh, burden to feel like well how much is enough like, yeah mm, this this is much is according what you to need. your needs yeah. yeah yeah and uh in the new testament you know there isn't that same principle in play mm -hmm. but it was definitely a sense of you know your conviction lead you in this but you know how you were how you were to live mm -hmm. it was very important mm -hmm. and you, mm -hmm. you needed to express yourself as a person who was generous uh but not in a way that was like uh you need to go and sell everything you have and go live up in the mountains right. and become a, a monk. It was right. no, it was about how you do good business practices, how yeah, you have good social practices. Exactly. You know, there was a sustainability to life exactly. as a Christian that needed to be upheld. I think like before we were talking about how some people find giving really difficult, which yeah. is, yeah, it's part of the process. But like, if you do find it particularly difficult, like, are there some things that you're doing that aren't good practices yeah. and like that are like burning you out and stuff and like, or on the other end, it's costing you nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's that extreme too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, to go on another um, principle that is in Dr. Graves' book, he says practice random acts of generosity. Like that's a good principle for giving okay. because once again, like there, you do want to be wise. You do want to do things in a way that's sustainable. You want to do things over the long term. But there is also this tension about, like, I want to do all that, but I also want to remain sensitive to the needs of sure. people. So it's like, um, oh, I think you said that one time. Whenever, like, Jesus was trying to get something done, people would always come and annoy him. him. Yeah, yeah, they would always interrupt him. But Jesus, being who he is, like, was compassionate and attentive to the yeah. needs that came up. And it's like, in this book, he's really into, like, okay, so make certain plans and, like, budget and, like, try to mm. do things in the long term. But, like really be sensitive to the needs that can pop up that yeah. maybe you weren't expecting. And like, I think um, one thing to do is to like bring those things in prayer and not be like, no, like I don't, I can't give it. It's like, Oh, like what would it look like to give to this and everything? And what is, what is this need? And how do I find out more about like what this social problem is essentially. Yeah. So practice random acts of generosity in order to be um, sensitive to people's needs. And like I said, like that goes with the character part of it. Generosity is going to be part, like listening to people and being Compassion is going to be part of your character if you kind of do that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so it's it's because we kind of have the balance of scales here. Because on the one hand, we have this principle, which is clearly I think scriptural, which is to be a generous person, mm -hmm. and it re requires it requires a lot of you to mm -hmm. be generous, not mm -hmm. only uh, in terms of uh, making good plans and good investments, air quotes, but also just being a person who's sensitive to the needs around you. And then you have on the other side, well, make sure that in that you're guarding. Yeah. Maybe not, maybe guarding is the wrong word. Okay. It could be the right word, but it's sort of guarding slash you're taking care of the fact that you, you'll have needs and mm -hmm. to make sure those needs are being filled so that you don't burn out. Mm -hmm. I think it's just, it elevates the importance of that as well. Mm -hmm. Like you really do need to make sure you're a person who, in the words of George Mueller, he says, I, I, my, the biggest important, the most important thing I have to do every day is make sure my soul is happy in the Lord. Oh, wow. Because if I'm not doing that, then the day might bring me something that I'm not ready for. Yeah. I'm not able to do well in. Yeah. Uh, and therefore, I'll stumble in it. Okay. But if I'm really focusing on making sure my soul is happy in the Lord, 
then when I go out in the world, I can I can really face what the world brings with God's help and God's abundance uh, with me as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. another important principle to keep in mind that it like should derive out of like your relationship with God and being happy. And yes. So, yeah, yeah. 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 Cool. Mm. And so the last principle I want to touch on is from the Giving 2.0 book. And this is something I've never done and that I just just started doing like two days ago and I'm still oh, trying wow. to wrap my mind around. But it's this very interesting idea of like take some time to take stock of your giving. And so she yes. calls it like making a giving journal. And uh -huh. so to literally take out a pen and paper or like go on your computer screen and like pull out your old tax receipts and see like in the past five years, like what have you been donating to? And like think about that in like a volunteer sense, like what, where have you been volunteering your time and all of that? Mm. And uh, the idea behind, like I said, like I haven't done this whole process yet, but the idea is she says when she did this, she said, oh, well, I saw that, like, sometimes I just gave money because, like, I it was, like, just an emotional time. And then, like, I was responding to, like, social pressure to give yeah. to this foundation. And I wasn't really happy about that. But then, mm. like, I was able to notice where I did invest money and the things that I was really passionate about. And it helped me see that I'm really into X, Y, Z type of ministry. And so I find that really interesting because it's just once I have a bigger picture view of what I've done, then it's going to help me say yes to the right things in the future and no to other things that like oh well you know i donated to such and such an organization but i don't think that they're doing a good job for xyz reason yeah. um and so yeah to have like kind of an objective view of your giving is good to have a giving journal and to like keep that up regularly and go sure. back in there and i sounds I'm, like you're uh, just talking about a budget yeah yeah <laughs> i do that but i've okay. never done like the reverse where you like look okay. back and stuff yeah um, but it's, so. yeah 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 so it's like do a budget about like how much you give and like kind of and that'll help yeah. you see like just why keep you track give. of your exactly budget, right? exactly yeah. don't um i was just saying before be sensitive to the needs of people but at the same time like don't be so emotional that you're like mm. well i'll just give anything to anybody who asks me for money because that isn't always the right way to go about solving some social problems so it's mm. like keep track of like what's going on and stuff so yeah what would you say this could be kind of a gotcha question that didn't doesn't intend to be but <laughs> what would you say to what jesus says where you know go the extra mile uh to the one who takes your your you know Ooh, coat give them give them everything well. yeah um how would you put in how would, would how that would all you put come them into this practice i have to think about this sign yeah i think it's like because i think in that context too that you just was talking about like he's essentially saying like love your enemies um yeah. but what i'm talking about is like look at what's happening in the world and try to show Christ's heart by still being generous. So like both mm. of them, Christ's heart is definitely displayed when you like love the people who persecute you, which is super hard. And I don't yeah. have a, like a concrete answer to that, but like another way to reflect Christ through the world and to let him work through you is by saying like, oh, there's all this stuff going on in the world, but maybe Jesus wants me to invest in this specific thing or to invest my time in this specific person's mm. life. Um, and investing time in someone's life, like there's going to be times, there's going to be seasons where it's very costly. Mm -hmm. um but don't burn out though <laughs> yeah. but like there there are going to be times where like it's going to feel like i'm giving them everything and i'm almost left with nothing at the end of the day like there are going to be seasons where it feels like yeah. that so in my experience prepared. in my experience you need to come to the end of yourself before you see the strength of god come through mm. and you know you can be in situations where you feel really called to be there 
And so you get into it and it drains you a lot. Yeah. And it's yeah. in those moments where you feel like you've got nothing more to give and yet you continue going, mm-hmm. that you see God's strength come through and help you and, and pr- sort of bring out of you what you never expected there to be in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, like we can't avoid the costliness of it. Yeah. There's yeah. a there's a sense in which you kind of have to make your accountant afraid <laughs> a little bit <laughs> with your level of generosity. I like that, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and there's no, I think that's sort of just the lifestyle of a Christian is mm-hmm. we're not, we're not interested in the same thing the world is interested True. in, and that should show in different areas of our life. It should show in the simplicity of our life mm-hmm. and in the generosity of our life. And mm-hmm. certainly I'm no, I'm no expert at all in that, and I'm not sort of over uh, a lot of the trappings of the world. I feel them in my own heart too. Um, but I know that that's what we're called to do. Exactly. I'm, I've got that settled in my conscience. Like I know where I'm supposed to get to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a why why should we give like what's the what's the incentive behind this all like we're being called to be very like radically generous yeah uh why i think like i think because if you're a disciple essentially a disciple is someone who follows someone else Mm -hmm. and if you're following christ well he's the model of giving like i think like we love before because Christ first loved us. Yeah. And like, that's one thing that I want to touch on. Like, why is any of this even important? And I think it's because of, of what Christ did for us, you know, like he could have just come down and be like, ah, I love your neighbor. Do this, do that. But no, he actually died for us. You know, yeah. like he was super generous and like giving everything he had. Um, and then after that, like he came back to life, then he was still generous and he gave us the Holy Spirit and like, he still keeps blessing us with different gifts. So it's like, why are we doing this? Well, it's because we're just like amazed by how much God loved us when we Mm. didn't even deserve it. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can kind of see three reasons in the Bible that were called to be generous. Mm -hmm. And the first is for, for yourself. Uh, I think generosity is the mark of freedom. Yeah. When no longer money has the same power and control over you that it once did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's a sense in which being generous will help free your heart from the trappings of wealth and the trappings of uh, just just chasing after money. Right. Um, because you are you're kind of pruning your heart of mm-hmm. those things. Mm-hmm. And it, it will be painful, but it's a good kind of pain. Like better, It is better to give than to receive, isn't right. it? I think a genuine truth. Right. So the first reason you should be generous is for your own sake. <laughs> for it's, your own selfishness. <laughs> <laughs> well, your own maturing. Right? Exactly. Like, yeah. y- you, see, you see how dangerous it would be to not be generous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that should provoke you. Mm-hmm. you know? And the second is, the second reason you should be generous is for others' sake. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, the world's a mess. And part of the solution can be found in you. Mm-hmm. you, you you're you not the Messiah. You can't do everything, but you can do something. Mm-hmm. And we're called to be part of God's kingdom work in this world to to renovate and restore and, and to bring goodness out of brokenness and healing to the world. And the last reason to give, or the third reason at least to give, is for God's sake. Mm-hmm. And it was it's kind of touching on what you just said right then. You know, we're, we're dealing with with someone who has already shown us such generosity. And uh, I, I use this as like the metaphor, like if if someone on the street was just to ask you, can you give me $5,000? <laughs> what would you say, Jess? <laughs> no. no. And why? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know you. you. I don't, I <laughs> what don't do you have want? a relationship with you. Yeah. I don't trust you. Yeah. No, yeah. you can't have $5,000. Now, let's say someone you do know, but they're mm-hmm. kind of a friend. 
mm-hmm. asking for five thousand dollars, would you give it? Uh, It'd have to like, be a really close yeah, friend, right? But I maybe want, maybe I could give you. Yeah, maybe <laughs> depends on the friend, but yeah. like maybe. Right. But then if your mom asks you for five thousand dollars, yeah, yeah, I'd be like, oh my god, like yeah, of course, yeah. of course, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like of course, why? Because mm-hmm. she's your mom. Yeah. She's already given you <laughs> so, so much. She gave you <laughs> life. She cleaned your stinky diapers. Exactly. Like, she gave you everything. Yeah. Yeah. If she she if she's asking you for something, you you trust her, mm-hmm. you you mm-hmm. love her. Yeah, you're gonna give it to her. Exactly. And now we're in a situation where Jesus, where God is saying, "I want you to be generous. I want you to look at the needy in the world and see them as me." Yeah. You know, to the, to when you gave to the least of these, you're giving, you're giving it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus is asking us to do this. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's like yeah. yeah. You've given us everything. Exactly. Yes, yes, of mm-hmm. course, yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think those are the three reasons we find in Scripture to be generous. Yeah, so for our sake, for others' sake, and um, for God's sake. For God's sake, yeah. 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 So those are the reasons why. And so, yeah, like today I just wanted our talk to be about like, okay, what is giving and what are some misconceptions we have about giving? Mm-hmm. Um, what are some right principles to do that? And like at the end of the day, like I think it's important to remember that the why is like for ourselves, for others, and for God who gave us so much. And I think it's important to realize on that last point, like Jesus is our ultimate model for giving. And so, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, Jess. I think yeah. you've helped us to unpack a really important and, I think, awkward topic. Yeah, and like I said, it's an iceberg. Like, we just, like, scratched the surface type of thing. Um, yeah. And there was so much more we could talk about this, but sure. it was fun to, like, because yeah. I, I genuinely like this topic, so it was fun to Good. have a conversation about that. You like to tell people what to do with their money. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll be the next Oprah or something. <laughs> cool. I'll listen to your show. Thank you. <laughs> like you're doing now. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Yes. And we shall see you guys next time. In the yeah. meantime, take care. Yes, thanks a lot. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.